I'm Olympic and world champion diver, Laura Wilkinson, and this is the Pursuit of Gold podcast. Each week, we are unlocking the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual tools that help athletes reach their biggest goals in sports. Today's episode is a little bit different. Normally, I interview an accomplished athlete, coach, or expert to give you valuable resources and tools and ultimately to motivate you to continue pushing towards your biggest goals with knowledge and insight on exactly how to get there. But recently, I've been talking to athletes everywhere that are just weary. They're exhausted from all the postponements, cancellations, and life as they knew it put on what feels like an eternal hold pattern. So I wanted to use this episode as an opportunity to encourage you in this uncertain time and to teach you how to navigate our ever-changing, unforeseen circumstances that is now life as we know it in 2021. Get ready, though, because this episode is not to sugarcoat our situation and tell you that everything's going to be just fine. I'm actually going to teach you how to navigate through when everything is not just fine. Because y'all, life isn't easy. And being an athlete striving for big goals is not a walk in the park. You're listening right now because you want more. You don't want to just get by. You want to crush your biggest goals. And yes, that is absolutely possible to do even in the world as we know it right now. Today, I'm going to talk about how to train with a moving target, why it's important to stay in the moment, and I'm going to tell you the biggest gift that you can give yourself that will last far after you've retired from sports. The absolute best way that you can help support this podcast and allow us to keep bringing you these inspiring and resourceful episodes for free is to simply subscribe to the Pursuit of Gold podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now to this podcast and give us a five-star review. Please share this with your friends and teammates. Maybe they need a good listen like this to be empowered too. Our goal at the Pursuit of Gold is to help equip you to reach your peak performance through these powerful conversations. It only takes a minute for you to subscribe and give us a great review, but it will help us continue to bring you this powerful content that's going to help you reach your goals. As my gift to you for listening today, I have a freebie that contains five smart strategies for confidence. Go snag it right now at laurawilkinson.com slash learn, or just click the link in the show notes. All right. I believe that there is gold in your future. So let's dive on into this episode. We are obviously living in uncertain times right now. The world does not look like it has always looked in our lifetime. So I want to talk to you today about how to move forward in uncertain times like we are experiencing right now. So to give you a little context, I want to tell you about my current situation. I'm not going to tell you my whole story. That's This is not the episode for that. But a little bit about what's happening is I, if you have listened to any of the Pursuit of Gold podcast episodes, you may know that I, like many of my guests, was affected by the cancellation of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. I had actually initially retired back in 2008. I was 30 years old and ready to start a family. And we had two kids and adopted two kids and happy full family. I went to the 2012 and 2016 Olympics with media, which was really, really cool. But in the fall of 2016, I kind of got an ish to get back in the pool. By 2017, I was competing the 10-meter platform again, got second at nationals, and was kind of all in. Well, in 2019, I actually spent most of that year recovering from a two-level cervical fusion. I actually have a nice titanium plate and six screws in my neck now. So obviously, that took me a little while to get back up on the 10-meter platform after that. So 
really at the beginning of 2020, I had just started getting my dives off again. I competed in February and I was actually at a meet in March when everything started getting locked down. So I was kind of trying to slide the home plate, getting back in right in time to try to make trials. And when everything first shut down, you know, we didn't know if the Olympics or trials or anything was happening. So we had mats at our homes. We were doing flips. We were doing everything we could to try to keep our minds in check, keep our bodies in check so that we could get right back into it when things opened up. But as you know, that is not exactly what happened. They eventually decided to postpone the 2020 Olympic Games to this year, 2021. And we had to kind of figure out how to proceed forward. And I know there were so many athletes that just everybody had a different situation. Everybody was affected differently. Um, There were some athletes that were just primed and peaked and ready to go. And it was devastating. And they had to figure out, do I do this for another year? Because what what is it going to look like? And then there were athletes that actually ended up retiring because they were maybe graduating from college or their master's program. And they had job offers that they were going to take after the trials or after the Olympics that they just went ahead and took because that was where their life was going. And they just had to end this time in their life, this experience in their life without really kind of having that final moment that they had hoped for. I know other athletes ended up graduating from college and are now trying to continue training, but but struggling uh, with financial difficulties because they're no longer, you know, on their scholarships or anything like that. So everybody has had a very different situation. I know high school seniors, you know, they didn't get to do their graduations or proms and a lot of athletes like NCAAs were canceled. So it was devastating to so many athletes on different levels. And for me, You know, although I was planning on retiring after last summer and kind of getting back into mom mode and and seeing what was next for my life, I actually felt like it was a bit of a gift for me because I had just come back from the surgery and had such minimal training time that I was thinking, wow, I've got a whole nother year. Like, this will be amazing for me. I can really make sure everything's healed and that I feel good and, you know, I'll be ready to go for 2021. But I've learned that just because we now had this magical extra year didn't mean I was going to exactly have all this extra training time that I imagined. You know, we've had all these facility situations. There's so many different protocols and many facilities either aren't open or aren't opening up to other people at at the facility that I train at. We don't have a 10 meter platform. We don't even have a five meter platform. We actually just have springboards, one and three meter springboards and an almost three meter platform, which is where I do most of my training. It wasn't until October that I got into just a five meter platform that's that's pretty local. And that's been quite a gift for me just to have that. But really, I'm still kind of trying to get into facilities with 10 meters and it's starting to open up. But again, it's it's not been what I envisioned this year to be with all this extra training and feeling super prepared and my body ready. It just hasn't quite looked that way, you know, and I'm sure many of you have experienced just tough schedules. I know a lot of our athletes on my team are are having a hard time because there's been no competitions. You know, things were canceled. Maybe they're put on the schedule, then they're taken off or the meets look weird these days. Uh, for us, there was supposed to be a World Cup trials right before Christmas, and then it was canceled three days before. And now there's pretty much nothing on our schedule until the Olympic trials in June. And we still, there is still a World Cup for diving in April that is actually supposed to decide the final spots for different countries for the Olympics. We have to qualify our federation spots and we have about half of our spots, but still have to qualify the other half. So, I mean, they're trying, you know, they're going to send a team that had qualified before, but it's just such an 
unusual circumstance and everybody, you know, they're kind of trying to hold it a little loosely in their hand. Is it really going to happen? Is it not? There's there's just all these unknowns. Um, I mean, even visualizing is hard, right? Because you're like, well, if I'm trying to visualize and imagine myself at this competition, but I don't even know if there's going to be crowds in there. Like, how do I even picture this? You know, there's there's so many unknowns and that's really, really tough um, for so many of us. We're starting to feel like my husband put it perfectly. We're starting to feel like we're training with a moving target. You know, we think we're training for this thing, but it keeps moving and it keeps changing and evolving. And it's really hard to stay focused and, and, and chase after that because it feels like you don't really, you can't grab it. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel solid. And that's really hard headspace for athletes to be in. But here's the deal. Even though that target feels like it keeps moving, the target is still the same. So you don't want to just hit the board. You have a bullseye in the middle of that target. That is your big goal. And that is what you're aiming for. So think of it this way is, is even though the target may be shifting and moving around, you're aiming for that bullseye and that has not changed. That is the same. It's moving, but it's the same thing. And we may have to change how we go about getting there we're going to have to adapt. Like that's just period. We are going to have to adapt. You're going to hit brick walls and you're going to have to figure out how to climb over it. You might fall into a pit and you're going to have to figure out how to claw your way out. But here's the deal is we are still ultimately chasing the same goal. And you have to keep your eye, even though it feels like it's moving, you have to keep your eye on that bullseye. So with this target constantly moving and with all this uncertainty going on around us, how do we keep going? That's the big question. How do we stay focused? Well, you've got to remember that that big goal is still your goal. The timeline may change. The way we get there may look different, but you still have that same goal. That is secure. That's locked in. The difference is how we're going to get there. And I think something really, really important for us to talk about is staying in the moment. And we actually talked about this a lot with uh, Dr. Ben Holtberg in episode 27. He discusses what mindfulness is. It's staying in that present moment. And he even takes us through exercises on good ways to practice that and getting into that kind of mindset. But it's really important because when we look back right now and we like take a step back and, and look out at the big picture, that's when it gets really overwhelming and really frustrating and really hard to keep tabs on. So these are the times when it's really good to try to let go of that and really focus in on that present moment, being present, doing everything that you can do in that moment. And like for me, I can't always be on a 10 meter platform. That's just, it's out of my control at this point. It is not something that I can do anything about. But what I can do is the things on the levels that I'm at to the very best of my ability. So that will still get me toward my goal. It's still a step in the process toward my goal, but it's something that I have control of and that I can stay in the moment and do this thing very, very well. And it kind of keeps me a little more sane, if that makes sense. I know it's keeping me on the right track and I know it's helpful. And that's hard because it's not what we want to do all the time, but they are necessary steps that will still keep you in line with your goal and on the right track. I mean, hey, maybe you're listening to this and you feel like you have just absolutely had it with all the changes, with all the insanity. You feel like you just can't handle one more postponement or cancellation. Maybe you feel like the last straw is coming and you just want to quit. You want to quit everything. Well, friend, I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm not here to blow smoke or to give you empty platitudes. That is not what I do. I'm not going to tell you, oh, everything's just going to work out fine or things will be back to normal soon because I don't know that. 
But what I do know without a doubt is that you are capable of getting through this and thriving. And the way you're going to do that is by letting go of the big picture for a minute, remembering your goal, but let go of the big picture and stay in the moment. Be present. One of the things, one of our friends is a Navy SEAL, and I remember him telling us how he got through Hell Week. If you don't know what Hell Week is, look it up. But it's just this crazy kind of intro to the Navy SEALs, and they're trying to make it into the program. And it's just insane. They don't sleep for days. They do all this brutal physical activity and and mental stuff, even when you're exhausted. And I remember asking our friend, how did you get through this? And he said, I, I couldn't think of what was coming next. I just had to be in that moment right there and know that I can do this right now. And I couldn't worry about what was coming because the people who worried about what was coming, they quit and they rang out and they were done. It was all about staying in that moment and you could handle anything as long as you stayed in the moment and gave it everything that you had. Now, here's the deal. That is not going to be easy. I mean, half the people trying for the Navy SEALs can't do that. So this is not easy and it's not going to work itself out on its own. But think about this. When a baby is learning how to walk, they they don't just stand up and start strolling across the room effortlessly, right? They stand up and they fall and they cry and then they get back up. They take one step, they fall again, they cry again, and then they get back up. They may take two steps the next time and fall again and cry again, but you're starting to see my point. Not every time are they necessarily going to make more progress across the room. Maybe the next time they just stand up and fall right down. But the point is they get back up and try again. In these incredibly hard seasons of life, like what we're walking through right now, these are actually precious opportunities. And I know we're probably not looking at it that way. It's hard to see it that way when it just feels like the world is crumbling around you. But these are the times when we're we're forced to dig deep, to step out of our comfort zone and to figure out how to get back up. And I'm going to tell you, I started diving almost 30 years ago. And this idea of failing and then persevering, it was more common knowledge back then. It was more kind of an understood that like, you're going to go through some stuff and you're going to have to work your way through it. But today is a different kind of world. We are kind of subconsciously ingrained with this idea of instant gratification, getting what we want right when we want it. You know, think about it. We have smartphones. We have these little computers right at our fingertips. Uh, so anytime you want information or you want something like boop, 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 you can look it right up and it's right there instantly. So this idea of having long-term goals of having to fight through these long seasons of difficulty is no longer what people really kind of understand as normal. But what I'm telling you is instant gratification is actually not normal. Trying to work through something and fight for something for long periods of time that is what gets you to the top. That is what changes who you are in the process as well. So we kind of need to start reframing our minds and the way we're looking at this, that it is not this instant thing we're going after. This is something long-term. And if it's important to you, it is worth fighting for in that long-term. You know, what we see though now is is people displaying these perfect images and, and amazing video feats on sm- social media. And we think they just figured out how to do it right away because we we rarely see the failures, the pain, the tears, the years of work that led to that one perfectly procured display of awesomeness that we see on the internet. 
you know, that's the it's the same with the Olympic Games. We see the triumph and devastation in that moment of the Olympics, but we have very little concept of what led to that single moment of somebody's life, which was probably just a few seconds of activity as well. Like uh, some divers, you'll hear us talking about one dive takes like two seconds. So we train our whole lives to do maybe five dives. It's like 10 seconds of opportunity. You know, somebody running the hundred, you know, that's the same thing. It's like 10, 11 seconds. Like that's, that's it. You train your whole life for this tiny little moment of time that you want to go so perfectly. So I think we need to kind of remember what goes on behind the pictures, what happens beyond the video clips that we see, whether it's at the Olympic Games on on TV or on social media, that these people may have spent decades decades training, overcoming monumental injuries, catastrophes. Maybe they're working a full-time job while training and barely making enough money to scrape by. And maybe they're competing against professionals who have an entire team of support whenever they need it, that they're, you know, maybe backed by the government and they can get anything that they need at any time. So we have to remember that there's so much more that goes on than just what we're seeing in that little clip. So while our big goals are are so important and that's what keeps us moving forward and it, it, they give us that reason to keep fighting. But what I've discovered after three Olympic Games and winning every national and world title that you can win, what I've learned is that who you become on this journey toward that goal is the one thing that you're going to take with you long after the crowd stops cheering, long after the anthem stops playing, long after the media has lost interest and the spotlight fades. One of my favorite sports movies is Cool Runnings. If you guys haven't seen it, you have to check it out. It's about the first Jamaican bobsled team at the 1988 Winter Olympic Games. And they're getting ready to compete in the Olympics. And the coach, who's a two-time Olympic medalist, is talking with the driver, kind of the leader of the team, and says... A gold medal is a wonderful thing, but if you're not enough without one, you'll never be enough with one. That's what I want you to take away from this because who you are and who you become in the process is far more important than what you're going to get on the award stand. And that might be hard to hear or hard to understand. You're going to blow me off and like, whatever, it's about the journey, not the destination. It's so cliche. But here's the deal I have stood on those podiums. I've stood on all of those podiums. I have won the Olympics. I've won the world championships. I've won the world cup. I've won all the national titles. I have done all of those things. And standing on top of that podium with a gold medal around my neck did not make me a better person. It did not magically erase all of my problems. It did not suddenly change who I was. It did not suddenly make people see me in a different light. Those moments magnify your character for better or for worse. And y'all, I have not only won all those things, I have failed miserably at all of those events as well. And I have seen other gold medalists who only become bitter after winning because it wasn't enough for them. They get to the top of the podium and realize they wanted more. They wanted more endorsements. They wanted more praise. They wanted more than the 15 minutes of fame that came. And then they were left with nothing except bitterness and the thought of what could have been, what should have been. I have seen adult athletes throw absolute temper tantrums after missing the podium. And guess what? That aired on international television for all the world to see and remember them in that light. I've also seen humble champions that are gracious and thankful to their biggest rivals. And I've seen Olympians fall and get injured in the midst of their most important moments of their lives. But instead of completely losing it and giving up, 
they dig deep, they get back up and they claw their way to finish line like a champion and they are remembered as an absolute legacy. So our goals are important and chasing after those goals, it keeps us going and and it makes us so much better than, than we would be without those goals. But whether you win or lose, whether you crush your goals or you just miss them, the person that you become on that journey to your goal is the absolute greatest gift that you get to take with you for the rest of your life. So my question to you is, who do you want to be? I know you have goals and I know you are going to fight for those goals because you're listening to this podcast right now and you want it. You want it bad. And I love it. And I challenge you to keep chasing after it and stay in the moment because in that moment, you are going to be able to rise up and do these great things. And if you can do that day after day consistently over time, you are going to get so close to that goal. But my question is, who do you want to be after that goal? I choose to be a champion both in character and integrity and the way in which I strive toward that goal and in the way that I will act on or off the award stand. One of my favorite quotes that I I memorized growing up, I'm a big quote person, I love quotes. One of my favorite ones was, if I may lose, let me stand by the road and cheers the winners go by. And let me tell you guys, I am competitive. I am so competitive. Anything we do for playing a card game, whatever, I want to win. And I'm going to fight as hard as I can to win every single time. That's just who I am. It's just very much ingrained in my character. But when I lose, because here's the deal, I lose a lot. I win a lot and I lose a lot because I go after things a lot. When I do not win, I will congratulate the winners. I will be the person who's like, hey, good game. Because I will have known that I put everything in it that I had. And that, even if you lose, even if you fall short and you miss your goals, while that's still frustrating and it's okay to be upset with that, you can have integrity and you can hold your head up high that you did everything you could possibly do. And that is a whole other level of character that so many people miss out on. So what I want to encourage you to walk away from this podcast with is the target may feel like it's moving. Things may feel crazy in this world, but the bullseye, that big goal that you have, even though the target is moving around, the bullseye is the same thing. That has not changed. How we get there may look different, but instead of stressing and and continually getting frustrated over it, let that go and focus in on the moment. What can you do right now in this moment to the very best of your ability to help you continue working toward that goal? I encourage you to go back and check out episode 27 with Dr. Ben Holtberg on mindfulness and how to stay in the moment. He does a great exercise to kind of walk you through how to start doing that practice it now. This is the best time to start doing that. Learn how to do that. Do it in your daily life. Do it in training so that when you get to those big competitions, when all the things are on the line, you will know exactly what to do and how to do it. And not only will it elevate your performance, it will give you peace and you're going to actually enjoy the process much more because it takes out a whole level of stress and frustration and worry about the things around you. It takes that all away. And you can be fully present and fully invested in what you're doing. And it will give you a lifetime of memories by just staying in the moment. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. This allows us to keep bringing on amazing guests. And it also helps other athletes to find this show. 
Make sure to check out the show notes to follow us on social media and learn more about our awesome guest. To hear all of our amazing episodes, head on over to thepursuitofgold.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Pursuit of Gold is proud to be a Podigy production. That's all for now. Make sure to tune back in next week.